Hi, this is Cinda Williams. Thank you for joining me on this week's Pink Panty Confession Podcast. Remember, I drop a new podcast every Friday at noon. Please leave me a note or a comment or even your ideas at my email address, pinkpantyconfessions at gmail.com. That's P-I-N-K-P-A-N-T-I-E confessions at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Also, if you'd like to leave a donation, I would really appreciate it. Thank you so much for everything. Let's get on with it. Today I'll be talking about something that's on a lot of Americans' minds. This week, George Floyd, another young black man, was accosted, degraded, and brutally killed by a police officer while his partners watched passively and a crowd begged for the man's life. Our outrage is becoming a common thread in our lives. We are to a boiling point. We are frustrated beyond belief. I am frustrated because I had the experience of seeing policing at its best. My father, Charles Kenneth Williams, was in the Chicago Police Department for 30 years. I saw this man and his partners work in the community. They knew the neighborhood, they knew the people. And because of their relationships, they were able to keep crime at a minimum. It is not difficult. It is a choice that things are the way they are. I want to talk today about how things used to be when my dad came up in the CPD. But before I do, I'll share a poem that is from my book, Pink Panty Confessions, which shows and shares my outrage. Child of God, you think I'm ugly. You think I'm weak. You think I'm shallow, a lowly freak. You think I'm stupid, You fear my skin. You think I'm helpless and full of sin. You don't know me. I'm no different from you. How can you hate me when God made me just like you? Just like you. You think I'm simple. You think I'm slow. You think I'm foolish. But you don't know. You think I'm useless, can't win the prize. You think I'm dreadful and so unwise. You don't know me. I'm no different from you. How can you hate me? God made me just like you. Just like you. He made me too.
in order to talk about my dad as a police officer, I need to first go back a little bit to explain his personality. My father was born in the Ohio Valley, Martins Ferry, Ohio, right on the border of Wheeling, West Virginia. This was coal mining country, and there were very, very few black people there. My father was the oldest, and he was taught how to lead very early on. He was also taught how to communicate. His father, my grandfather, Reverend J.C. Williams, was a pastor. And so he learned how to talk to people. Also, he learned how to relate to people of all different backgrounds. Most of the community were different Europeans. He, he knew uh, Irish, he knew Scottish, he knew um, Germans, he knew all kinds of European people. So he learned how to communicate with them and be real with them at a very early age. And also, they were all together in that they were poor. They did not have a lot of money. And so they didn't see past that. He had some racist experiences for sure. But for the most part, he was friends with these people. And then eventually he became uh, a U.S. Army member. He was a drill sergeant during the Vietnam War. So he dealt with all types of people at that point also. Again, racism was there, but he knew how to deal with it. So he was a favorite of many of his brothers. When he eventually came to Chicago to join my mother and I, who had already moved to Chicago the year I was born, he became a CPD in the early 1970s and stayed a cop for 30 years. And he made an impression. Don't get me wrong. In the beginning, Daddy had some really close calls. Before he knew the community, he was shot at multiple times. And if not by the literal grace of God, he would not be with us today. He was shot at in so many circumstances, point blank. There's so many stories. I wish I could tell them all. And maybe I'll write his own book. But the man survived and was able to continue in the community and get to know the people. And that is why his time as a police officer was so successful. He was a real big brother and a father figure to so many in our community. My dad patrolled our community with different partners, different times. He had partners very early on, especially one specific guy that I remember as a child who was one of the leaders in the Ku Klux Klan. The leadership had put these two together. Daddy's job was to watch over the south side and this other guy's job was to watch over the north side and they worked together but before they did my father had a real conversation with this man and he told him I know who you are no one understands how I can work with you but I'm going to tell you this if I ever see you touch one person out of line 
one black person, one brown person, I will make you suffer. And my father is the type of person that when he says his truth, there is no doubt of who he is and what he will do. And he and this man had a mutual respect. This guy came to my house for dinner. Some of his clan members came to my house for dinner. They got to know my father. It didn't change their hearts completely, but they left us alone. Not just my family, but anyone in the community that was protected by my daddy. Now, please understand, my father was hard, he was stern, he didn't take no crap. Sometimes he did some things that probably he shouldn't have done. Like, for instance, one time, there was a group of three young men who had a 10-year-old girl in a car raping her. And my father and his partner found these people. And then my father took it upon himself once he rescued this little girl to beat the mess out of these kids. He got them good before they went on. That may not have been right in the eyes of some folks, but I can guarantee that those guys would never do that again, nor would anyone in the community do that again because they knew that CK wasn't going to allow a child to be harmed. Also, there was a story of my my mother. My mother was a small little five foot two woman who had some physical challenges living in the neighborhood. One of the only whites living there. And to prove a point of their manhood, some gang members had mugged my mother, hit my mother, put a cart on top of her head because she was at the grocery store. Well, my father had the kind of relationship that he was able to find out who did it, go to the leadership, get permission to deal with those kids, and he absolutely did. He had the permission because he had the relationships. He knew the business and religious leaders. He knew the gang leaders. He knew the people. He helped people carry groceries in the house. He chastised children with the uh, permission of the parents. Everybody knew him. When he was driving up, crowds dispersed. They come up, they shake his hand. They loved on him. And this is him and his partners. So I know that things were different for a time. And then came the cats. After my father retired from the police department, he joined Charles Ramsey to create and put out the Chicago Alternative Policing Strategies. My father would go out into the community and bring religious leaders, business leaders, gang members, the community all together to talk, get to know each other so that they could affect the level of crime and they brought it down. But for some reason, things changed. For some reason, 
maybe and possibly money and power, they stopped the policing in the community. They stopped enforcing that the cops were black and brown as well as white. They stopped enforcing that they live in the neighborhoods and know the neighborhoods and relate with the communities. They stopped doing this. I don't understand it. Usually things like this have to do with money and power. But they did. And so now, as you know, Chicago is one of the most violent places in the world. They don't have the leadership. They don't have the people that the people trust. They don't have them. So this is a choice. This is a choice. I mean, do you think that Officer Derek Chauvin would have killed George Floyd if he'd known him? If he'd known his name? Do you believe that George Zimmerman would have murdered Trayvon Martin if he'd carried groceries for the boy's grandmother? Do you think Geronimo Yanez would have shot and killed Philando Castile if he'd spent time at the school where the man worked and was loved? I don't think so. These things are happening because of a breakdown in the system. We need community policing. I've seen it work. I know know it works. The leadership, political leadership of our communities absolutely know how to change these relationships with the police and the people. They just haven't. They know how. We need more police officers of color. We need to bring esteem and respect back to the police if they are ever to have the respect of the people. Fear is not something that you want in this relationship. All police have to have more of allegiance to the people than their gang invalid. I know that there are still C.K. Williams and Charles Ramseys out there. They can change things. There's so much more that I could say, but I'm not going to keep you all day. Thank you for joining me today on Pink Panty Confessions Podcast. Please come back next Friday. Have a beautiful week. That's a wrap. Thank you.